Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It is election day, people. Been kind of dreading this for a little bit. And I don't like to give you one of those big I told you so's where I was kind of calling this. I, I was calling that one of the big things we had to worry about, you know, Right, right about halfway through 2020, everybody was like, oh man, this is this is a pretty bad year. Everybody started paying attention to how things were unfolding in front of their eyes. And I just saw it coming. I knew how divided we are as Americans. We had all the civil rest going on. We had the coronavirus. I knew that somehow, some way, this election was going to be a major, major issue. I mean, at this point right now, I, I mean, listen, I, 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 I don't like Trump, but I, I'm, I'm also not a big fan of Biden as well either. So I would just rather somebody win by a lar- large landslide. I don't, I don't even need it to be close. I don't need it to be so close that Trump refuses to leave the White House or Biden. No, nobody wants to concede. I, w- I want a clear-cut winner. I don't, I don't want there to be any of this, oh, one won the, uh, the popular vote, but the other one won the Electoral College. I mean, the Electoral College is the only one that counts, but you can also understand that that just drives that wedge, that spike in between all of us here in the United States. So... I'm just telling you guys, I'm, I'm not trying to be one of those doomsdayers or, or, or preppers that thinks everything's a conspiracy theory. No, that's not the case with me. But I, I'm just telling you guys, be, be smart. Because if you, if you guys thought it was bad during the riots over George Floyd, and, and that was only just one side, people. Um, if there's civil unrest when it comes to this election... You're going to have both sides out there intermingling with each other. And that is going to be a recipe for disaster because you want to know why that other side that hasn't been out is going to have guns. They're the ones that have guns, people. And and I'm I'm actually kind of freaked out about it. I know that I'm probably going into it. A little too deep, like I, I'm overthinking things, but I, I, I don't think that's the case. I, re- I really don't, man. I, I, all great societies end up collapsing. All great societies end up like just going away. And and I've been saying this. We've we've had a good run. Uh, do do I think this could be the end of us? No. I mean, we'll we'll go on in in a different fashion somehow, some way. I'm just telling you right now, we are on the verge. Like, if if there, if this election is going to be the thing that breaks the back, and it's going to open up a floodgate of people going out, doing dumb stuff, and we're going to have a civil war on our hands. and And I don't want that. I I listen. I don't. I don't think a lot of people are are prepared for stuff like that, and they're they're really not. So. Just be prepared tonight. I mean, it most likely won't happen tonight. If, if it's going to get bad, it'll be in the next couple of days. And I know I might lose some subscribers or supporters, but I mean, it's it's just the way that I feel. Uh, you know, I've been 
A lot of people are just like, oh, Tuttle, why, why did you and your ex-wife used to watch all the zombie shows? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're really ridiculous. Of course, the dead's not going to come back and, and walk the earth. It's, it's impossible. Now, there could be a version of a virus that's infected people, and, and we have to stay away from them because they're, in, they're the infected. But those shows, they, they make you get prepared for anything. I mean, look at look at Rick Grimes at the beginning of The Walking Dead. He tried to have an ethics code. Like, there were some things he would not do. He would not kill the living. And then come to find out, when it's all said and done, the people you have to worry about are the other people that want what you have. Those are the ones. I mean, they're not bad people, but guess what? They're wanting to survive. They're wanting to feed their family, their kids, their wife, grandparents, parents, whatever it may be. They, they, they got their personal people that they need to take care of, just like you have to take care of your family. They want what you have, and if you were smart, you would want what they have. And... And when the shit does hit the fan, that's that's the thing you have to do. Listen, I don't want you guys to think like I'm I'm some bad guy, like some badass, because I'm not. I'll probably be one of the biggest pussies that will go out first before anyone else. I yeah yeah I I, I think I will be one of the first casualties when things break out. Where I'm gonna be one of the first ones to die, and I I hope you guys remember me. Uh, if, if any of you guys want to take over the reins, I mean, seriously, if, if, if I get taken out at the beginning of the new, the second civil war or revolutionary war or whatever it may be, um, if I get, if I get taken out, who wants to, I mean, I, you can keep all my subscribers. I, I can't guarantee that they're going to stick around, but it, it, does anybody want to pick up the reins? when I'm one of the first ones to go. Uh, you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. But if any of you guys are out there that are aspiring podcasters or broadcasters, and you want to take it, but you got to call, you, you still have to call it the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's kind of like that Kid Craddock or whatever, uh, Bob and Tom. Yeah, you, you got to keep the name, of course. I mean, because I, I kind of got a little bit of an ego where, yeah, I, I would like my name to carry on in some form or fashion. No matter what it is, I, I hope whoever takes it over does not run it into the ground or something. So today I, I got in I got into a little bit of a uh, mood where I was like, you know, I'm getting a late start on the show today. And sometimes that happens. I, I had a lot of other responsibilities that I had to take care of. But I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to not even going to play uh, any commercials today. Hey, what's up guys? Not even going to play any commercials today. I, I want to see how long I can talk. I want to see how long I can just continuously talk without taking a break. 
I, I've never done this before. I mean, I've done shows where I try to do everything in one take. Yeah, I, I've been there. I mean, we've all tried to push our limits as broadcasters just to see w- how far we can go. And and that's what I, I kind of want to do today. So I'm going to drive around the uh, Hobo Fish Camp. I'm going to talk about random stories, some personal stories that I have. Oh, I got, I definitely have some personal stories. I ended up uh, talking to my friend Derek today. I, I thought, I thought um, something might have been wrong, but, you know, it, it's, it's weird when you grow apart from your childhood friends. It is because, you, I mean, at the time when you were with him, you're like, oh, this is never, get away from me. Oh, damn, a yellow jacket. I'm drinking a glass of orange juice and this goddamn yellow jacket. It, 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 it's just been in my face. He wants all the smoke right now. Let me just finish this shit. Yeah, and I'm, I've already cursed more than I've been cursing a lot on the show, so I've been trying to cut that down. All right, so back to what I was saying. I, I talked to my friend Derek, and, you know, it's it's weird when you grow apart from your childhood friends. And, and I also got to understand, I, I, I got to realize that, you know, we're we're all busy now. We are all working full-time jobs. Um what's kind of sad is that <clears throat> I'm the only one that does not have a family, does not have kids, does not have a wife at this moment. It's, it's, it's a little sad. It's a little sad. But, you know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. And I got to realize that they got, they got other responsibilities going on. And just because they don't call me every single day, it's, it's not that big of a deal. But it, it was good to talk to my buddy Derek today. Um, you know, me and him grew up as Dolphin fans. We were one of the biggest, two of the biggest Dolphin fans that you're ever going to find. And then we had a, we, we had a few kids in school that were Buffalo Bill fans. And we used to get into some pretty heated arguments before we would get ready for school. So, but yeah, we, we've been watching the Dolphins for a while and, and I've been, I was like, man, you got you got to give the Dolphins a chance. I mean, it's just you, you got to, man. They they're they're a brand new team. They had a great draft. Uh, they had the most cap room, most draft picks. I mean, they they were set up to become a really really good team really fast. And I told him you you because I'm I'm a huge college football fan, and. And I was like, you got to watch this Tua kid. This Tua kid is ridiculous. And I know, like, see, I I try to compare Tua to, like, a Steve Young, in my opinion. I mean, Steve Young, even though he wasn't the fastest guy, he was a great scrambler. He got a lot of extra yards scrambling and, and picking up those first downs and stuff. And that's how I see Tua is. And both of them are lefties. They are both left-handed quarterbacks. And Tua, I mean, he is accurate. I don't know if a lot of you guys realize Steve Young had one of the best passer ratings uh, all time when it came to being a quarterback. So I think the future is bright for the Dolphins. I like I like their coach. I think, what what is his name? It's not Gase. Gase, Gase was the other coach. 
God damn it. Why why can't I see that that's how much of a Dolphins fan I am. Um I mean there were there were some really, really bad times there for the the Dolphins. Another good friend of mine that is a Dolphins fan is uh Tom Van, aka Drunky the Bear, one of the biggest Dolphin fans I know as well. So it was just good catching up with him. We were talking about stuff. Uh he thought my idea for doing shopping at a gas station and, and trying to create one of the best meals that I could on, on a budget was a, was a great idea. So that, that was great talking to him. Um, but one of the things I wanted to talk about personally before I, before I get into some of the stories is that, all right, so I've been telling you that I, I've been having issues with the ladies. Like I, I've been meeting some. I've been, I've been seeing them. Went on a couple of dates. I, I know it's more than just friendship. Well, the one's not. But but what I'm trying to say is that um, I'm supposed to go out with the nurse, uh, Teresa. And she was like, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do dinner Tuesday night, but I, I won't be available until after two. And, and I just texted. I, I texted and I was like, Hey, are we still on for today? And now it's, you know, 4.06, two hours later. I still have not heard back. So I th- that, that's kind of stressing me out a little bit. It, it really is. Um, because if, I, if I'm just being honest, it, it really, it, <laughs> see, it's, it's completely screwed my mind up right now. Like I'm short circuiting, uh, just trying to describe how I feel because you know, I, w- I wasn't the one that, that even asked her. She was, hey, I'm, I'm free Tuesday. Do you want to hang out? I'll be available after two. Uh, and then I texted and, and haven't heard anything back. I was, I was just trying to make plans on what we were doing. Now, how, how should I handle this? Because right now I'm, I'm expecting the worst. I'm, I'm expecting to get a no-call, no-show type scenario. And that's gonna suck. It really will. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping up faith that she hasn't forgot about it, or she just is blowing me off. I, I could almost guarantee you she's not blowing me off. I mean, she could have forgotten about it. I mean, and and that's understandable. But she is a very busy person. But at what point? What point do I? stop trying to make excuses for the other person and and just kind of like you know do my own thing because i'm 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 not pressuring at all when it comes to trying to have a relationship i mean she I, it's obvious that she knows that i like her so so what else do i need to do is if she knows that i like her is it is that entail on her to be able to tell me that one, I'm I am interested, but let's take it slow. Or two, I'm not interested at all, but I don't want to, you know, let you down. I want to let you down easy. And I've I've never been that one of those guys. Just just tell me, like back in the day, younger me, I would have been like, oh yeah, f- fuck that bitch, fuck her, fuck her. No, now now I would just I would just like to know because I I. Don't want to waste my time. I I would rather know now instead of later that I don't put any more time and effort. I don't, I don't get, I don't fall for you even more. 
Yeah, of course. I, I would rather know now, even though it, even if it's something that I don't want to hear. Yeah, I, I want to hear it now. My, I'm sorry. It's just, just the way that I am. I, uh, I, I really don't have time to waste anymore. I, I've talked about this. Uh, 40, 40 was not as hard as 30 for me. 30, 30 was like, Ooh, that, that, I, I, w- I would like to hear from you guys. What was harder for you? Was 30, was 30 hard? Because it, it was, it was harder for me. And, and, and I'll explain. Okay. Because when you're a teenager, you're like, okay, I'm a teenager. I'm, I'm, I'm invincible. I got my whole life ahead of me. And then when you get to 20, you're like, oh yeah, but I mean, I still got my whole life. I got to start getting responsible, but I can still play around. I can, I can, I can still screw, screw around. And it, it, it also makes sense is that you're 20, but the previous decade you were a teenager. So you're, you, you still have some connection to your youth. But when that 3-0 comes, you're like, oh, oh, okay. I'm no longer connected to my teenage years. Um, I'm getting close to 40. So, so yeah, it, it's, I, I could see why 30 was, was a little bit harder. When you get to 40, you're, you're kind of like, ooh, yeah, you know what? I kind of know more. I'm more confident. I have more experiences. And, and it helps me make better decisions. If that makes sense. Uh, that's why 40 did not bother me. Is like like if, if you've been following me on any of my social media, you, you can see the changes that I've made. Like I'm in, I'm in the best shape that I've ever been. Um, I did have a bad week last week, but mentally I've been really, really good. I'm eating healthy. I'm, I'm dieting. Um, I'm not, I'm not drinking anymore. So yeah, at, at 40, I, 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 I seriously do. Everybody says age is everything. Time is everything. Time is the most valuable thing in the world. But at this point, I agree it, it is valuable, but that time has given me the experience. And at 40, I, I feel like I'm better prepared than I was at 30. I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, you're, you're crazy, Tuttle. You don't, you don't know what you're talking about. No, it's, it's kind of the God honest truth, people. I think I'm better off at 30. Oh, no, I, I think I'm better off at 40 than what I am 30. One of the other stories that I wanted to get into, I know that, God damn, I almost gave you guys whiplash trying to uh, transfer from one topic to another. And I, I wasn't even cool about it. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm done talking about this. I'm going to go right into this. Um, there is this new dating app that that actually helps people out when when you're sexting, when, when you're sending nudes. I, I've never been, nor do I ever think, because, but the sad thing is, if I'm being honest, I mean, if you go on Bubba Army Raw or or any of the past, you can find very unflattering nudes of me on the internet. I mean, it's 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 out there. I'm sorry, it's it just it just is. And and the and the bad thing is, is what what sucks even worse about 
the nudes that are out online about me. I'm not I'm not laying nice. And by laying nice, what I mean is I'm a little shriveled up. Like it's it's kind of pathetic. It's like an acorn in a bird's hair or a hair bird nest or bird nest made of hair, whatever, whatever you want to think of. Uh, and it's pretty bad. Now, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind so much if if I was actually laying nice where I was like, looked a little big while I'm flaccid. But that, that was not the case. But this app, this app that that's come out is, you know, a lot of people like to just get straight to the point. Send me the nudes. But this new app, this new app, whenever you connect with somebody, you have to sign an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. Now, I guess that they've already gone through a lot of lawyers. So I, I'm pretty sure that they're pretty covered. But I I think this is ingenious. I think I think this is gonna be the new big app. This is gonna be the new big social media platform that people are going to flock to. Because think about this. If you send somebody a nude, you know, a lot of people are, oh well, you know, on Snapchat you can't say that. Well, what about screenshots? You can screenshot anything. So, so yeah, you're not safe there. But if you if you had to sign a non-disclosure a disclosure agreement before you send any pictures back and forth, I mean that's kind of ironclad. And you know, a lot of those chicks out there are going to be going straight for the payday. They don't give a damn if their nudes are out there. They're going to be like, please, I'm going to send this picture immediately. And if this dude wants to, you know, get some revenge porn action on me and shares it, oh, yeah, I'm getting paid. Yeah, I'm getting paid. And that's that's exactly what's going to happen. But would it would it make you feel more comfortable? Would you people? I, I think more people would be willing to send nudes over the Internet uh, if they they knew that the other person on the other night other line was going to be held responsibly legally if they shared those pictures and whoever came up with this idea is 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 effing brilliant by the way because i like i said this is going to be the next big app i could i could see apple or facebook buying this godforsaken app out of nowhere right before it gets there and try to make a big, big money off of it. And that, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. I know this is going to be a little bit of a stoner type thought. But what the hell was the song Peaches by Presidents of the United States about? Uh, I think the guy was just talking about fucking a peach. I know the, this the song was way before American Pie where, what's his face, um... Biggs, Jason Biggs, Briggs. God damn, it's been so long ago. I, I even forget his name. Before he stuck his penis in that apple pie, the president of the United States were talking about fucking a peach. I mean, uh, I mean, listen to that lyrics. I think about you, woman. I squish a peach in my fist. Stick my fingers, I don't even know, down where they can hide. Something, something, something. 
It sounded like he was he was making foreplay to a beach. I'm just saying, people. 90s was a weird, weird time in music. I mean, in my opinion, one of the greatest times in music when it comes to just discovery across all genres of music. As you can tell, I'm driving around the Hobo Fish Camp right now. But there was there was so much great music. I mean, come on, the Peaches, uh, Peaches, and then you can't forget about Lump by presidents of the United States. So there were, there was a lot of, I mean, the the Flaming Lips. That was another weirdo band that was out there. So I don't know. I will I would like to know because I I think some of them might have been on the heroin because heroin heroin was getting pretty huge in the nineties. Uh. I was actually reading this morning, you know, back to the election, but they're finding blue dots being painted in front of Joe Biden supporters. Joe Biden supporters, the ones that have signs up in their lawns, there's blue dots painted. And they, they come to find out some of the maybe militias are doing it. They, they really, really haven't found out yet. But what I'm trying to say, would it would it freak you out if you're a Democrat and you were you were having a blue dot spray painted in front of your house, kind of like it's the mark of, hey, guys, if Trump loses, these are the people we have to kill. I mean, it's it's going to be honest. It's, it's kind of a it's kind of a great horror story. I mean, I, I know it's like the purge. I know a lot of the purge movies were very, very popular. But, I mean, I don't know. That's that's why I'm trying to tell people to be, like, just be vigilant. Keep your head on a swivel right now when you're going out there. Make sure you wear your mask. Think about it. Why, ha why have we not heard of more bank robberies? Why haven't we heard of more things like that when it comes to to armed mass robbery? Because now, now you can walk in and nobody's even going to think. I mean, you could get the drop on somebody easily wearing wearing a mask. You you could do that. Like one of those gators. Because that, that covers up a lot of your face, too. I just... I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a little crazy. And you don't even really know what to believe anymore when it comes to stories like this. I mean, this story could have been completely fabricated just to divide the country even more. And that that's that's... What the media is doing. I know technically I worked as a media uh, journalist. I, mean, I wouldn't say journalist, but I mean, I was a, I was a broadcaster. And yeah, it's it's a little disheartening that we can't be trusted. I mean, I, I learned that from Pantera. Working with Pantera, you always double check every single story. You, you try to find a second source to make sure that it's not just one of those stories that's clickbait. Because I've been there. One of the last things you wanted to do was bring a story to Bubba that was clickbait. It was not even real. Oh, my God. You would never, ever hear the end of it. You you just wouldn't. I, I kind of need to go up to the store. I've been kind of putting it off. And I, I know if I don't do it now, my mom is going to, like, well, why the hell have you been in the store yet? I'm I'm trying to stay out of her way as much as I can. Um, this seems like everything I do irritates her right now. And, and I get it, man. Listen, they're, they're doing me a favor. 
I mean, this is a very symbiotic relationship when it comes to <clears throat> me being there. Because there's a, there's a lot of things that they can't do when it comes to living in a, in a COVID-type situation. So I'm, I'm, I'm helping them out as well, too. But it just seems like everything is just bugging the absolute piss out of her. And, and I can't, like, question anything. Oh, man. It's like, you would thought that I, like, was jacking off on a picture of Jesus or something. That, that, yeah. That's, that's how upset she gets. So I need to go up to the store, get a couple of things for her. I, I, I maybe went a little too far with that jacking off on a picture of Jesus. Um, but, oh well, who cares? I've been actually been playing it pretty cool. So, the weather was actually really, really nice today. Wait, what the, what, hey, what, what, what's going on? My, did, did my, um, I got this new Bluetooth speaker, so I, it can't be dead. Oh, I got it. It's back now. Um, and I don't want you to think I got like some good like Bluetooth speaker. I, I buy all my Bluetooth speakers from Walgreens or CVS. So I'm just going to go up to the store. I've done pretty well on my diet today. I uh, had some chicken breast. Uh, three eggs today. What else? What else did I have? Oh, I um, I got some fish. I ate, I ate the fish. I, I had some tilapia for breakfast. Then I had the eggs. I've been eating a lot of vegetables today. So for the most part, the, the diet has actually been really, really good. Oh, that's a big ass raccoon going across the goddamn road in the middle of the day. That fucker's got to have some rabies. Where'd he go? Oh, I can't even see. But man, the sun. And, and that's the thing about this time change. This time change has got me so messed up. I gotta, I gotta get my clock changed, but I, it's kind of like a little bit of a tradition. Um, I mean, I would, I would like to change the time on my clock radio right now, but I haven't been able to do that. And Colton's pretty much done it for me because I, I had been staying with Colton. Colton always did it, and I'm a little superstitious. Guy, what the hell are you doing? I know you can't see. Now I can see because the sun's getting below the tree line. Um, so yeah, I gotta wait till the next time I see Colton, which hopefully will be really, really soon. Um, where, where am I at right now? Oh, I am over 30 minutes. Guys, I, I could go a lot, lot longer. And, and I probably will. Because one of the other things I want to talk about. For the longest time, I was like, oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is an American treasure. Tom Hanks is one of the greatest actors. Now, I mean, he is still the greatest actor of all time, in my opinion. But... Uh, I'm going to talk about how people do not appreciate Paul Rudd as, as much as they should. This guy is over 50. Um, and he looks amazing. Mother Effer looks way younger than me. I don't even know how he does it. I'm sure he's had plastic surgery. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I would not be shocked if Paul Rudd could prove that he had never had plastic surgery before. Because the guy looks fantastic. And he's one of the, the nicest, most sincere guys. Uh, one of the things I like so much about the Kansas City Royals when they won their championship 
That's where the area where Paul Rudd's from. Paul Rudd was like partying. He invited all of the Royals Nation, Kansas City Royal Nation, to come party at his mom's house. Yeah. I mean, the guy played Ant-Man. He turned Ant-Man into one of the most likable Marvel characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that's that's a pretty lame character, people. I mean, it's it's nowhere near being one of the most popular superheroes of all time. So Paul Rudd, the guy is... I mean, guys, he was in Clueless. He ended up with Alicia Silverstone at the end of it. The guy is a legend, in my opinion. I think, I think Paul Rudd, dude needs to win an Oscar ASAP. We got to get him in a role because I think he could do the dramatic feature as well. All right, I'm at the store. I got to get out of here because I got to get this stuff done. Hope you enjoyed today's one take shot. One take shot. That's what I'm going to call it. This is the 1917 of podcasting today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day. And I will talk to you tomorrow.